A highly anticipated review into the governance, culture and accountability at consulting giant PwC has singled out the excessive power of the firm's chief executive and poor practices which went unexamined and uncorrected for years. PwC commissioned former Telstra chief executive Ziggy Switkowski to lead the review after it was confirmed a senior partner at the firm had leaked confidential government tax information to colleagues so they could help clients avoid paying tax. Mr Switkowski also found PwC had a disproportionate focus on revenue and there was a lack of independence and external voices within the firm's governing body. Peter Ryan is the ABC's senior business correspondent. Peter, are these findings any surprise given what we've been hearing about the the tax leak scandal at PwC? Well, Sam, this review from Ziggy Switkowski pretty much confirmed the worst suspicions about what's been going on inside PwC. The big one Ziggy Switkowski's noted is the excessive power of the PwC chief executive. Without naming former chief executives Tom Seymour and Luke Sayers, who are no longer with the firm, the review found a generally accepted view that the CEO runs the show and there was a reluctance of partners to challenge the CEO, even at a senior leadership level. The report says the CEO has a strong mandate, elected following a presidential-style campaign and rather, other than maintaining popularity, has relatively unchecked authority that the CEO is not perceived as being accountable to the board. Ziggy Switkowski singled out seven key shortcomings, noting an overly collegial culture at the firm which had inhibited constructive challenges to decisions and strategies. And Sam, just to recap, this review was commissioned by PwC in May this year after revelations that PwC's former head of international tax, Peter John Collins, shared confidential information with other PwC partners back in 2015 about a multinational tax avoidance crackdown, pretty much creating a workaround so clients could pay less tax. And Peter, you've been speaking with PwC's Australian Chief Executive Kevin Burrows. How's he reacting to Mr Switkowski's findings? Well, Sam, Kevin Burrows was parachuted at the height of the crisis in from PwC's Singapore office after the forced departure of Tom Seymour. In his first broadcast interview, Mr Burrows has apologised, but he thinks PwC's reputation can be restored, though he knows it's a long road ahead. We spoke just after the review was made public. Well, Kevin Burrows, given the cultural and ethical crisis uncovered at PwC, will you be accepting Ziggy Switkowski's recommendations in full? Yeah, look, the first thing I should say is obviously we deeply regret regret uh, the failures of, of PwC Australia's governance and leadership over the last few years. We obviously read Dr. Sikowski's report is difficult and disappointing to read. He makes um, a number of recommendations and, and we will accept them in full. The report talks about the excessive power of the firm's chief executive or former chief executives and yeah. poor practices that went unexamined and corrected for years. Are you surprised when you heard these revelations? Yeah, I, the report is uh, difficult and disappointing to read. 
and highlights you know a failure of leadership in this firm by individuals and by the firm as a whole and so uh, yeah as i said disappointing but there's also lots of great things about this firm you've been parachuted in here to australia to take over as chief executive but what was your reaction to the confidentiality breaches that triggered the scandal have you seen a lax attitude to ethics and integrity at pwc what happened with respect to the breach of confidential information is totally and utterly unacceptable. It falls way below the standards PwC sets itself, and uh, we've apologised to that, and I'm very sorry that it happened, and PwC Australia is very, very sorry. So are you confident that the ethical or even moral problems at PwC are now history? Well, look, we've committed to, to five elements of change. We need to improve our discipline and rigour and decision-making, and we need to have a, a culture of uh, constructive challenge. We, we've got a, a very detailed action plan. When Dr Swidkowski refers to the excessive power of chief executives, was he referring directly to chief executive Tom Seymour, who's left the firm, or his predecessor Luke Sayers? Uh, look, I'm not going to go into individual names and, 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 and that, but what I would say to you is one of the things we are committing to is having a, an independent non-executive chair of PwC and at least uh, two other independent non-executives on our board. And that will start to ensure that there is suitable challenge of our CEO to ensure that that power that has previously been conferred to the CEO is appropriately uh, overseen and balanced out. Just to the business that you've been brought in to uh, restore, just how damaging has this scandal been to PwC's reputation in Australia? Well, I think that the damage has been clear for everybody to see it. We've clearly caused our clients, caused our people, the Australian community to question our integrity and, and trustworthiness. And, and that's uh, that's clearly a damaging thing. And, you know, we're very committed to re-earning that trust. If you hadn't been able to sell the government consulting arm to Allegro Funds for a single dollar, would those staff, perhaps up to 2,000 staff, have been in jeopardy, lost their jobs? Well, look, we have sold it. So, so I think that's a hypothetical question uh, for you to be asking me. So, you know, we, we're working hard with Allegro Funds to complete that deal. We anticipate successful completion of that transaction by the end of September or, or, or early October. Have you been able to speak with the man at the centre of all of this, the tax leak scandal, Peter John Collins? Have you had a word with him in relation to this inquiry? I've never met uh, Peter Collins. And, and what about Tom Seymour, Luke Sayers? Have you dealt with them? Uh, look, it's not right for me to go into individual conversations and interactions with, with those individuals at this point in time. Uh, and so it's not appropriate for me to comment on them. So you're accepting all of the recommendations, but do you think this will be enough to restore PwC? Are you worried that the brand's been trashed, at least here in Australia? Look, I, trashed is a strong word. You know, we, we need to re-earn the trust of, uh, of our stakeholders, clients and people. Uh, our commitments to change around purpose and values, independence of our governance board, uh, improving our decision-making. They will ensure that this firm becomes a leading professional services firm in Australia. Uh, I have no doubt about that. We've got a lot to do. I'm not underestimating the size and scale of challenge. And just in financial terms, do you have any number at all on, on how much revenue might have been lost because of uh, this tax leak? Uh, look, I, I'm not going to go into the financial position of the firm. We're stable. We're strong. We're positive about the future for the firm. But, um, you know, I think we, we're going to be fine. Has any consideration been given to perhaps rebranding PwC or selling off other parts of the business? No.
<laughs> no, we won't be. We won't be changing the name of the firm. I can assure you. PwC Australia Chief Executive Kevin Burrows speaking there with Peter Ryan. And Peter, will Mr Burrows' undertakings be enough? Do you think to restore PwC's battered reputation? Well, Sam, clearly there's a very long way to go. Implementing the recommendations is one thing, and PwC, as you heard then, said that they will um, implement all of those 23 recommendations. But winning back clients, restoring trust and integrity will be the greater challenge, especially with an angry public, a hostile Senate committee which has already pounced, and a federal police investigation underway looking at possible criminal breaches.